everyone. I have Ankush Grover with me. Ankush runs a, a dynamic startup called Fractional. Thank you, thank you, Ankur, Ankur, for your time. Uh, thanks for it. Thanks for it. Ankur, to begin with, if you could set the context up on on what does Fractional do, what does Ankur do, how did this idea came up in a in a quick one minute kind of answer. Sure. So uh, I am a serial entrepreneur and I have been uh, working on tech for over uh, 15 years now. And at Fractional, I'm responsible for uh, engineering uh, and product. So uh, what Fractional exactly is? Uh, it, it's it's nothing new. It's like a, a group of friends pooling their money to uh, buy a house or a shop and sharing their rental returns. This has been happening forever. So uh, the idea right now was to actually leverage technology to add uh, scale to this model. So take the group of friends and extend it to a hundred people coming together to buy an office building or a warehouse uh, of let's say ten crore rupees, uh, which individually would have been out of their reach. Uh, and uh, moreover, with fractional, they don't really have to put in their entire money into a single asset. They can split it across uh, let's say assets. across cities across sectors so rather than putting all their money uh, let's say 50 lakh rupees into a single apartment and get like 2 to 3% returns uh, what people could do is uh, they could put let's say 10 lakh rupees in a office in bangalore and 20 lakh in a warehouse in mumbai so now their uh, portfolio is distributed and uh, they are earning 10 to 15% annual returns So this entire process can only be made possible through digitization. Otherwise, uh, it becomes very complicated, right? And at the same time, uh, for uh, a person knowing that the uh, asset has been institutionally vetted, it is professionally managed, and there is transparency in the entire process. So this makes it easier for them to actually put the trust in a system that is being built. So all of this uh, is being accomplished. Published uh, leveraging tech in uh, fraction. So these kind of opportunities, investing in commercial real estate, were only available to the HNIs uh, and institutions so far. So what fraction essentially does is that it accomplishes uh, democratization through digitization. Right. So in a nutshell, fractional. If I have to put everything together, it's like uh, fractional allows users to. Uh, diversify their investment portfolio to commercial real estate that has been institutionally analyzed without actually having to physically manage it while maintaining the traditional real estate ownership rights right so uh, and on top of that uh, the fractional platform also provides uh, multiple layers of security for the investor capital like channeling all the money through escrow accounts and all these escrow accounts are monitored by institutional trustees so uh, and they uh, as an investor can also participate in the critical decisions uh, about the asset through the digital governance platform uh, that has been built so basically what we did was uh, took the fractional model scaled it and built a platform on the core principles of transparency and simplicity for our investors so right So, Ankur, I mean, uh, and and you can correct me if I am wrong. Uh, this whole, uh, I mean, real estate as a sector is is, you know, inversely proportionate with transparency, 
how how do you how do you tackle that i mean because in the past real realist real estate sector has has had its own share of 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 let's say black money transactions like etc etc so how do you overcome that we are the user of technology one we you know uncle does are are people actually contributing together to buy a real estate property i mean i i find it Oh, 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 oh. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm outdated in that sense. But has that trend actually been caught up in India? Sure. So, uh, so I'll answer both the questions uh, like uh, separately. So, for uh, being uh, for actually handling black money. Uh, so the idea is uh, actually if you really look at the trends uh, in recent years the amount of black money moving into real estate is uh, actually coming down because there was a time when everyone was putting in money into uh, let's say the a plot or an apartment as an investment everyone owned multiple apartments because that was the only way to uh, get good returns in terms of appreciation and at the same time park your cash right but uh, over the last few years the trend is uh, that th- these kind of transactions are, uh, are are actually coming down and second thing is when everything is happening digitally uh, the chance of cash being introduced in the system actually goes astronomically down right so uh, let, let's take uh, fractional as an example so the core ideology is transparency so uh, there is no part of the deal that is not available to all the investors uh, and all the stakeholders for review actually because everything is put out there on the fractional platform so every deal that is published on fractional actually goes through very rigorous due diligence and vetting by the industry leaders before being approved so the valuation that is published there is a supporting document that this is the actual valuation of the product in the market and the next step is that every single rupee that is coming into the system is actually coming in digitally through uh, uh through a banking channels actually so there is no way any money could come into the system that is not from a, a, a trusted source and when it comes to the investors they have to complete their kyc before they can actually put in uh, money into any of the assets right uh, so with all these uh, things coming together like a uh, 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 asset that has been uh, professionally uh, there's a, a professional asset valuation of an uh, of a, of every deal that is coming on the money comes in digitally and uh, every single rupee coming in is coming through compliant uh, sources from compliant investors and is monitored by trustees so the chance of scope uh, of cash creeping into the system actually is completely eliminated uh, in our case uh, fractional practically right and moreover the uh, the target customer base of uh, products like these is basically corporate professionals so salaried professionals rarely have any cash they uh, they, they, they where would they get the cash basically right so so we are working with people who don't care about this thing and on top of that we have put in so many checks and measures to make sure that that doesn't happen in the first place so so 
uh, that part is very well taken in care of when it comes to fractional and other competitors in the industry as well okay so the second question is uh, that would people really want to put money in a uh, in a deal like this or are people comfortable putting money in a deal like this so uh, we actually started off uh, late uh, last year uh, and uh, so we were at fraction was actually started during the pandemic so uh so we were working on we had been thinking about this idea for a while but uh, again we had similar doubts that uh, will it work will it not work and uh, how would people uh, tackle how, how would people receive this kind of a product so we looked at our competitors uh, there are like a couple of uh, similar uh, fractionalized real estate products in india so during the peak of uh, uh, the the first wave of covid uh, they published assets worth uh, almost 100 crore rupees like a, a warehouse and an office and the entire thing was sold off in 20 days so selling 100 crores worth of assets in 20 days was uh, something that uh, didn't uh, need any more uh, validation or verification beyond that so then we jumped in uh, into this model and uh, we started building the platform and uh, started uh, selling our partners and uh, so uh, again the in today's world uh, a shared economy is something that everyone is uh, fairly comfortable with that is the trend of the future so Uh, th- this is like the uber effect in real estate if uh, uh, if i had to kind of put it uh, given in to it right so so ankur uh, you, you spoke about about uh, using lot of technology at tractional to to lot of do lot of quality and and, and quality checks and and and, and everything else I I wanted to understand. So, for an example, uh, how, what kind of checks and balances do you use as as fractional before taking someone like me as a potential investor before taking my property to to sell, etc., etc. So, how how do you use the technology? Sure. So, when it uh, uh, comes to an investor. so the, the the first thing that we do is uh, do a thorough kyc where in uh, we have uh, integrated with uh, several uh, verification partners and apis uh, across the ecosystem so each and every document that you upload uh, gets verified your uh, bank account that you submit has to be verified Uh, and on top of that we uh, have a questionnaire that you uh, have to answer that kind of uh, establishes you uh, because uh, okay uh, how do i put it in india we don't really have a definition of an accredited uh, investor we don't have anything uh, set up by sebi by uh, the way uh, other entities in us have uh, set it up so uh, we don't really want people uh, uh, to Uh, actually take a loan or sell off the house to actually put their money in fractional this is an alternate investment for people who have some spare cash lying around 
So we don't want people to risk their life savings into uh, a product like ours. So we have built a questionnaire where we get uh, an idea about the personal finances of an individual before uh, we actually let them uh, invest their money into a product like ours. Because uh, see, it is even though uh, it is real estate and uh, uh, it is a fairly uh, safe uh, investment. But getting, but actually taking the owners of somebody's uh, entire saving on us is not something where uh, a process like this, which uh, is fairly new uh, to the digital world, so we don't want to take that kind of uh, risk or ownership for somebody's cash uh, to that extent. So, so, uh, so that is how we kind of uh, uh, verify our customers. And right now, since uh, we are only operational in India, so the only investors that can put in money are Indian nationals or NRIs or NROs. So we ensure that uh, uh, people comply to that. And secondly, the money has to come from a banking channel that, that has been mandated uh, by law. So, so that is why we verify their bank account to ensure that uh, the money is actually coming from a Indian bank account or a NRI or a NRO account uh, to make sure that the money is credible and it is uh, being put in by a, 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 a an Indian national or a NRI. So, uh, so this is uh, uh, one part of it, and uh, uh, the second part of this is actually you asked about how do we verify the uh, the, the seller so for that actually uh, apart uh, we uh, can't really do all of that digitally because uh, all the records uh, uh, are, for all the states have not been digitized yet and uh, uh, the due diligence has to actually go back a few years to be valid so we have partnered with the, the industry leaders of India who do the due diligence in real estate and they have been doing this for ages now. So we actually pass on this task to them and after the due diligence has been done, everything is available on our platform for potential investors to actually review before they uh, put in their money into uh, the platform. So, so uh, uh, from investors' point of view, the money has to come in a in a in a financial institution model from banks, etc. To you, and for 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 the properties and and the sellers' perspective, you do more more offline, more physical validation rather than only online or, or digital validation, right? That's correct. Okay. You know, Ankur, um, now this is a unique trend. I, I had not heard about it. So therefore, since you're you're a leader in this space, I want to just kind of request you to crystal gaze and tell us, you know, the top two, three technology trends that you will, uh, you, you are, you know, willing to put your bets on that will, in a sense, uh, democratize the entire real estate industry further. Sure. So, uh, so actually, if you really uh, look at uh, the real estate sector uh, and uh, the role of uh, tech actually getting into it, 
the real estate is actually in a complete overhaul uh, the way we see it now so we get uh, like the construction tech with 3d printing or home automation with uh, iot or ai and ml getting in business intelligence coming in or uh, the, the the blockchain uh, ecosystems being deployed uh, for sales and transfers and transactions so uh, the block the 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 real estate the real estate market the way we see it now it is going to be very different in a few years actually because uh, uh, it was kind of steady for a while it, it, it's like the automotive sector had a few innovations uh, over the last few years but uh, there wasn't a major overhaul and with the, the with companies like tesla coming in uh, and uh, electrification they, it, we the way we see cars now is very different the same thing is going to happen to uh, real estate so uh, the the thing that is more relevant to the fintech sector like you said what will democrat democratize uh, the whole market uh, the the broader trend there is actually the blockchain tech that is coming in in a uh, big way so uh, how it will help is okay let me walk you through a few use cases uh, how blockchain will make things uh, different in uh, real estate so the core concept of a blockchain is actually tamper proof records that is the core idea so the most obvious use case for a, a product like this uh, such a ledger technology is actually moving the land records to a system because uh, uh, who won't want uh, a thing as uh, uh, important as a land record to be maintained in a database that cannot be tampered with once it has been written so uh, this would actually take away a majority of the land dispute issues so that's why the governments of uh, andhra pradesh and telangana are already working on a, a, a blockchain based land record system Uh, another concept uh, that uh, was introduced by uh, Ethereum is smart contracts. So uh, this actually uh, kind of uh, lets you uh, implement the conditions of any uh, commercial contract into code and deploy it onto the blockchain. So that's what smart contracts do basically. So uh, the So, uh, so for example, an escrow in this scenario would be as simple as uh, locking the currency in a smart contract until the con- until the terms of the contract are met. So, if the if the terms are met, uh, the money moves on to the recipient. Otherwise, if, if it fails, it gets refunded automatically. You you don't need any trustees or any banking systems to intervene there. Uh, imagine how simple that process would be. uh similarly uh, uh there's a, a huge number of companies there's a huge trend of asset tokenization that is coming in which is very synonymous with fractional so let's say the governments have actually uh, put the land records on blockchain and it is available to me as a token so that token is basically a nft nothing more so now i can actually uh, split that token uh into smaller tokens and sell it off to multiple investors and the contract would take care of forwarding the rental returns to these investors automatically there, there need not be a very elaborate system to actually do uh, or and execute that kind of a logic another use case would be in lending actually uh, right now there is a lot of due diligence that a bank needs to go through to actually uh, give you a loan 
So now imagine there's a verified land record available on a blockchain somewhere, uh, and you are the one actually holding that token. All you have to do is lock that token into a contract uh, of the bank and uh, the uh, as a collateral, and the corresponding money is transferred to your uh, uh, to your wallet in a matter of seconds. That's how this thing could simplify. And again, it doesn't really have to be a bank. You could be working with the NPFC or a, or an individual actually. The the collateral will be secure. Uh, the other person because it's in a contract, the person cannot run away with your uh, land record, and you cannot cheat the person out of that kind of a data. Right. So. So, with this kind of uh, a trustless uh, system being built on a blockchain, uh, the complexity and the risk of real estate uh, will be a fraction of what it is now. So, so it's just a matter of time that uh, with the kind of innovation that is happening in this domain, and the government's already considering nationalized uh, digital currencies and uh, working on blockchain-based land records. Uh, that you will see these traditional systems being obsolete and blockchain being used for uh, actually running the entire real estate fintech world. So blockchain it is the future. Yeah. Sean, on that note, thank you, thank you, Uncle, for your time. We look forward to interact with you more. Thank you. Thanks, Rory. Thanks a lot.